Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. What is God doing in your life? What is there about you that other believers can see or hear and be moved to give thanks and worship to God? Today on Drawing Near, we take a look at those questions and try to understand how we might live to God's glory. Please take your Bible, turn to Colossians chapter 1, and join me for Faith and Love. As we get ready for today's study, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you for today. Thank you for the blessing of coming before you, of knowing you, of living in the light of your love. Thank you for allowing us to experience your glory, your presence in our lives, especially through the indwelling Holy Spirit who is our seal and guarantee of eternal life. We ask, Father, that you would help us with understanding and faith to study your word today, to be attentive so that we might know and grow from all that you teach us. And Father, help us to allow you to teach us, not to just study with our own mental faculties, but to open ourselves up to the instruction that comes from and through you. Thank you again for your word. Guide us today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Today we're going to begin studying in Colossians chapter 1, verse 4. But in order to make sense of verse 4, we need to start to read in verse 3, because the complete thought begins there. So let's read Colossians chapter 1, verse 3. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and the love which you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel. When Paul shares with the Colossian church that he gives thanks for them, and that he's always praying for them, he indicates in verse 4 that there was a point in which all of that began. He hadn't always given thanks for them. He hadn't always been praying for them, it seems. But rather, he began praying for them after hearing about them from somebody else. That's what we glean from verse 4 when it says, Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. Back in Paul's day, they didn't have telephones. They didn't have the U.S. mail system. It wasn't very easy to communicate news from one part of the country to another or from one region to another. And so individuals in their travels would deliberately go to Paul, or they would visit Paul, and they would bring news of various churches and various circumstances that were going on in other parts of the Christian world. Evidently, somebody had visited Paul, and in talking and sharing, had given them news about the church, the believers in Colossae. They told Paul of their faith in Christ Jesus and the love that they had for all the saints. So when Paul writes he heard of their faith in Christ Jesus, what's he talking about? Is he talking about that he heard that they were saved, that they had trusted in Christ Jesus? Not likely. I mean, that's a reason to give thanks to God. But to give thanks to God, to pray for them always, it's likely that what he heard about them 
was about their faith being lived out in Christ Jesus. Their level of faith in Christ Jesus moved Paul to give thanks and to pray for them. When we come to faith in Christ Jesus, we're saved. But that's not to be the end of our faith. Our faith is demonstrated by how we live, how we speak, what we do. People should be able to see our faith. Faith in and of itself is something on the inside, but it is to be lived out. It is to affect everything in us. Imagine what it is to live in your world day by day and to live in such a way that people see your faith. Not just hear of your faith, not just hear your testimony, not just hear that you go to church, but they can see it. They can see your good works. That's part of your faith in Christ. Your pursuit of righteousness and justice, that's part of it as well. Your demonstration of love, which we will get to in a moment, but that's a part of this. Your level of worship and devotion to the Father, the way you live humbly, submissively, kindly, gently. Literally, we can list the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. We can list these things and say, these things should be lived out in our lives, and if they are being lived out, then people should be able to see the faith that we have in Christ Jesus. And it appears from verse 4 that the Colossian saints were living in such a way that there was a testimony that others could see and then would relate to Paul concerning their faith in Christ Jesus. And it wasn't just their faith, as we have mentioned already, but the love which they have for all the saints. Love, like faith, begins on the inside. But this love was being lived out as well and it was love for all the saints. It was the way they treated one another. It was the way that they treated visiting believers. They lived a life of love. Jesus told his disciples, they will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Love and faith are great indicators of who we are in Christ Jesus and where we are in Christ Jesus. When people talk about you, or when they are asked about you, your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you show toward other people, particularly other believers, should be part of how they describe you. Now, they may not always describe you positively. They may actually run you down for your level of faith or the way that you love. They may mischaracterize these things and label you as arrogant or a Bible thumper, or a goody two-shoes. That's a phrase we used to say back when we were young. It may not always be positive, but your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all the saints should be evident to all. Then we read in verse 5 that the faith and the love that were visibly evident in the lives of the saints in Colossa was, verse 5, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel. They lived the faith, they lived love out because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. They did this, first of all, because they were saved, because Jesus Christ had died on the cross and had paid for their sin and they had trusted in him. But they knew there was a hope laid up for them in heaven. There was a reward. There was an inheritance laid up for them in heaven. All of this, the eternal life, the inheritance, the reward, 
All of this is the hope laid up for us in heaven. And so anticipating taking possession of that moved them to live out their faith and to live out their love for all the saints. And they had heard about all of this through the word of truth, the gospel. The gospel is the word of truth. The gospel can be believed because it is truth. It is true. And in this gospel message, in this good news about Jesus Christ, we learn that Jesus dies on the cross to pay for our sins, to bear our sin and our guilt, that he is buried, and that he resurrects, conquering sin, death, and the grave, and attaining for us complete and permanent victory. If we put our faith and trust in him, then we receive the forgiveness of sins and the promise of resurrection and eternal life. Also contained in the word of truth, the gospel, is all that is laid up in heaven for us, all that we will one day take hold of that should be used in our hearts and lives to move us and to motivate us toward a more complete life of faith in Christ Jesus and a more visible and complete love for all the saints, for all those around us. Now, we need to emphasize here for just a moment, we're not simply to love the saints. We're to love our enemies. We're to love our neighbor. We're to love the saints. We are to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. So love is to completely characterize all that we say and do. And that love is evidence of our faith in Christ Jesus. And we should learn about all of this from the word of truth, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. So what is there in your life that would move others to give thanks to God on your behalf? What do they see of your faith? What do they know of your love? How has the gospel message and the hope laid up for you impacted your life day to day? How has it moved you in your speech and in all that you do? These are vital questions for us. Father in heaven, help us to grow in faith in Jesus Christ. Help us to grow in understanding of the gospel, of the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, the blessed hope that we will experience when Jesus Christ returns. Help us, Father, to live out our faith and touch other people's lives with the faith that you've entrusted to us. Help us to model it for them and help us to show the love of Christ to those around us in all that we say and do all the time. Above all, help us to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.